Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Real Estate Show. This is episode number 69. I can't believe it. Here we go, Bill. Uh, we are in February. You finally got past 68. <laughs> we finally did. I feel very comfortable. Good way that. to put that. <laughs> I was nervous. <laughs> <laughs> so it's really good to have you back, though, because uh, we had such a good discussion at the end of last year, at the end of 2022. Yeah. And everything was happening in between, I think, with the market and things were really slowing down. Uh, and inventory was, you know, still creeping up and things were taking longer to sell. And it felt like the, the question was, are we going to be in a panic storm? Is this year the year where the market just crashes? Right, right. Um, people were getting, I think, a little bit scared. And then you hear so much negative media, so many, you know, misguided things. And I believe, Bill, thank you for tracking the numbers for all of these years, because I think truth dispels fear. Absolutely. No doubt about it. Um, I'm hearing the same thing you is like, uh, you know, well, it, it, it's funny to me because sellers are saying we had 50 days on market this this last month. And and it's interesting. And days on market, just for the viewers out there, from the time you put it in the MLS to when you go under contract. Mm -hmm. Well, the funny thing is we got down to six last year. Last year. Yeah, we got down to six. About this time last year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? And so now the sellers are panicking when they're at 50. Just let, you know, I went back and looked historically right? on this back to 2012. Okay. And the average would be between 60 and 80. We're still not even back. So we're, I'm calling it running to normal. Yes. Um, that's that's where I think, you know, we are. And, and sellers are panicking. It's like, we're still not even, you know, it's 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 wild. Uh, February of of 15, mm -hmm. it was 110 days on market. Was it really? Yes. And that was when we were coming out Absolutely. of the market. Anyone who was really practicing real estate, it was a good year. It was a yeah. good year. So, yeah. So I think it's great, though, to talk about that because the market, of course, there's hyper-localistic things about the market. Right, right. Different parts of Colorado Springs, different price ranges, yep. different selling times, different different things to look at. But I let me just kind of go over quickly the January stats because okay. that's the last full month of stats that we have right. for 2023. And I found it interesting because December, um, we had taken a dive, basically, mm -hmm. in those last numbers. Um, but it raised up again. The average price went up by 7%. So the average price home went from 499.10 to 525.254. Yep. And a lot of that was because some of the higher end homes in the market we're going. Well, and Therese, you nailed that. Like, I like the median for our market because like 50% above and 50% low. Yes. When you take, we only move like 739 units through, close through the MLS. Right. If you have a hundred, you know, of uh, 800 or million dollar sales, that can skew that, which you see that big swing. Yes. And, uh, and yes, we did. And I, I, you know, I haven't run, but I'm going to now that you've talked about this, I'm going to go back and pull in there and see like how many of those homes were sold like above 800,000. I think it would be a healthy exercise because I, I bet there's just a handful. Okay. Um, I, that's, that's uh, the last time that I looked at things. It's not that many, but it, it shifts that average price. Especially when you got that few, you know, if we're moving 10,000 units, that wouldn't make a difference. You're but right. 739 is not a, you know, it's not a big number. So yes, that means a few sales can yes. jeer that average. But so when you say the median, let's talk about that. Gotcha. Because I think it's interesting. It's exactly true to your words. 
We're reaching equilibrium. Yeah, I I totally believe so. The the median price of homes between December and January, it went up 0.9%. So it went up slightly. Right. Okay. So it's at 445. That's where we are for January. Yep. I anticipate it may be slightly above that for February, but we don't have February's numbers yet. We're still in February. Happy Valentine's Day to people if you're anywhere around that time. Happy Valentine's Day, Rhonda. There you go. She does deserves your I, heart completely. I will get many brownie points for that. <laughs> yes, you will. Can we end the session right now? We're done. <laughs> Just go go get our flowers, chocolates, and we're done. Um, so yeah, I, I agree with that. Right now, too, it's interesting because inventory is shrinking. Mm-hmm. So um, December to January, we have shrinking inventory. So it's not climbing. That is creating some stabilization, too, I believe, with the median price. So 14% less inventory inventory between December and January. Yeah, it dropped a bunch. That's a pretty big drop. Yeah, it did. You know what's funny too, Sharice, is like I look at this and I'm I'm hearing some people say, well, it's it's not a seller's market anymore. I got to tell you, I still believe 100% it's a seller's market. Yeah. It's just not what it was. Yeah, it's an it's not a hyperbolic seller's no, market. Yeah. Like, can we put some words like this? Maybe a more normalized seller's uh, market. Uh, we're going back to normal. Yeah. I mean, it's it's you know when you looked at six days uh, when you from the MLS going on a contract, that's not real. And most of those days were holding off if there were multiple offers. Yes. You know, if we yeah. were in certain price ranges, it wasn't six days. No, I mean that's across the whole MLS. That's right. That's right. So the month supply right now, well, as of January, is two point two months supply of inventory. And again, to your point, that is not indicative no. that it is a strong buyer's market. But buyers do have advantages this year that they Absolutely. never had the year before. I totally agree 100%. I and, mean, yeah. they got kicked around for about four or five years. You know, you had a lot of buyers that literally just backed out of the market. Right. Because they got so frustrated. And because they also got priced out of the market. They absolutely did. And even Siri's like talking to me as we're talking because (laughs) my watch just went off. But, you know, I think it's really interesting for buyers because um, I got off of the phone with one of our preferred lenders yesterday. Right. And he said, I just closed a VA loan at five and a half percent. Okay. And so that was a pretty pretty decent price drop at the peak. Absolutely. It was over seven percent or slightly over. We hit actually we hit seven and a half for a pinch. For, right. And that was only like four or five weeks ago. So I mean, that is what's also causing buyers to come out of the woodwork and to realize, okay, this may be the time we're kind of getting used to it. Right. And so interest rates are climbing slightly, but it's not huge increases like it was. I do you want to hear my theory? I do. Here we go. Tell me. I think once uh, there's a lot of geopolitical stuff going on right now, we have inflation, although inflation is starting to come back down. Yes. It's not done. Okay. Like you hear some people say, right? but, but it is going the right direction. The feds will probably raise short term rates, maybe one or two more times, mm-hmm. probably a quarter of a point. What I'm driving at there is short-term rates affect your credit cards. And like if you have to borrow money in a business or on your home equity lines. Okay. And so you got you, they're kind of getting hit two ways right now. So they're getting hit on the credit side of it with credit card debt going up, mm-hmm. interest rates on that going up, home equity lines going up. And now you're going to see a little push. Like we were up at seven and a half, back down to five and a half. And today, I, I don't know, but I'm guessing around six and a quarter, yes, probably. That's exactly okay. where. Yeah. I was, and I was just watching the 10 year uh, note. And so I was guessing. So here's what I say once we stabilize for, say, three, four months, mm-hmm. maybe five, 
where people say, okay, it's probably not going to go up a lot. It's probably not going to go down a lot. I think that's going to bring people into the market. Totally. I really do. Well, with an undersupply still of homes and the fact that building permits are down at this time too from where we were last year. And I'm not seeing in, um, in talking to the builders right now, they're not in a big hurry to to get back going. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like they're if they got it, they're selling it. I'm seeing some un and for buyers, I'm seeing some unbelievable incentives right now yes. for builders. Yes. Well, we <laughs> actually I was looking at a property um near Garden of the Gods and that particular builder okay. offering forty five thousand dollars incentives. What was on the price range on that? Uh, it was actually um it would be between 800 and over a million. I mean, that is amazing. Yeah. That's a lot of cash. It's a lot. Yeah. And I and again, I think you're going to see because they don't want standing inventory. So I think if you're a buyer in this market, I would I would go look at the new builds right now mm-hmm. even though there's not a ton of them. And and the other thing is is I mean, you're like Sharice, I'm seeing seller concessions come up. Yes. You know, on yeah, I mean, we're seeing Most that in a deals. huge way. Yes. You know, there and and some of them, I saw one the other day, and I'm not making fun of you. I am, you know who you are. But the uh, <laughs> not me though, Bill. <laughs> no, okay. They, right. they were asking like for twenty five thousand dollars in seller concessions, like on a five hundred thousand dollar deal. Oh, I mean, yeah, that's just wow. Like, yeah, that's that's yeah. So I, I don't think they ever talked to the lender on that. One. I was going to say, what did the lender do with that? Like that was the new contract. I yeah. wonder how it got amended they, later. They, they do what I do. I, they just laughed. So, <laughs> so well, that's so interesting, and and um. Do you have some information you want to share yeah, about I, inventory because yeah, we've been talking I, I, about I it? I do. I mean, for me, like as an as an investor and as a title guy, I mean, for me, as uh, I hate to use the word Bible, but this would be my word, my Bible in this industry because it kind of guides and, and leads you where things are going to go. Okay. And and so very sacrilegious of you. It's totally sacrilegious. <laughs> I'm going to get hit by a car when I walk out here. <laughs> it better be a big car. <laughs> if you ever put it in four-wheel drive, you know something happens. Um, but when you when I look at this in the crash, the Great Recession back in 08 and 09, uh, I, I have a, a formula that I do that basically says this. How long would it take to, to sell everything we have in the MLS? Okay. okay. How long would it take? So let's play that game. Uh, this is my favorite game because this tells me, is it a buyer's market? Is it a sales market? Is it neutral? And so and, the, and I calculate it by just how many listings are available and average the previous 12 months, how many sales happen each month. Okay. And then I figure out, okay, at our current demand, if we're selling so many units a month, how long would it take to sell everything? Okay. In 2008, we got up to almost nine months. So it would have taken nine months to sell off everything in the MLS. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Now, we got down to last summer, six days. Wow. So it would take six days uh-huh. to sell everything off in the MLS. We're about 1.32 months right now, according to my formula. Okay. Okay. Um, for it, I used to say between five and six was normal, but I got to tell you, I think post COVID, I think things did change a little bit. I think it's between four and a half and five and a half would be normal. Okay. So that's equilibrium. It's so equal we're just not much. normal. We are not normal. <laughs> we're still on the seller's market. Yes. You know, if we, if at, at four and a half or five and a half, and we're, we're way below that, we're at 1.32. Yeah. Um, and so we, you know, we're still three, three points behind 
what would be a, a normal equilibrium buyer-seller thing. It's so interesting you say so. that. And then on the flip side, as a as a strong listing agent, I, I have to say, though, there's another side to that. When people say, oh, we're still in a seller's market, then sellers think we can price at any price. Yes. We can sell at any condition. We can do whatever we want. Yeah. And that is not the market no. we're in either no. because buyers are using um, – they need – incentive money. They need concessions. That's what I mean by incentive. They um, need not maybe $25,000 on a $500,000 deal, but they do need, they may need that for a million dollar deal. Um, And so we're seeing that. We're seeing roofs having to get replaced. We're seeing lots of inspection repairs that we had not seen for years. Um, So it's interesting because I literally, I just pulled it up before we started this podcast. And as of today, there are an equal amount of new listings over the last seven days as price reductions. Okay. So interesting. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. 233 new listings, 232 price reductions. So we still have some price reductions. But the other interesting thing, Bill, is over the last seven days when I pulled the sold history for the entire MLS, People are wondering, okay, so what kind of price differential is there? Like, how much play do we have in the market right now? Well, homes on average are still selling at 98.43% of list price price. if it's listed correctly. Right. And the most expensive home that sold in the last seven days was at 1.7 million list price. Okay. It sold for 1.585. Okay. okay. And it was at 93.24% right. of list price. So there was a little play on that one. Right. But it also went under contract in October, or I'm sorry, it went under contract in November and it closed in February. Wow. So interest rates were higher then. Right. I think that differential might be different if it were in real time today that it goes under contract. Right. So homes have to be priced accurately. People have to look at that data correctly to understand, yes, it's the seller's market, but. No, absolutely. And that's what brings some balance to the market, though. Yeah. And when you said but, it's a big but because we're talking about that but last year was six days sitting on the market. We're now 50. Yes. Um, And so when you're a seller and you're looking at data, know that the difference between last summer and actually what's weird, it was almost – we started tapping out before the summer, I felt. I felt mm-hmm. March and April, we started to really drift down, uh, for sure, through the last part of the year last year. But as a seller right now, I'm not. you're not going to be moving that house in six days. Right. You know, right now, the average is 50. And so it's still not a bad market. No. And that's the thing. But they're going to have to get used. And and I would say, too, Sharice, and you're very good about this with your clients, you don't get emotional inside there. Right. You know, it's like, here's the data. This is what we're at. You know, you the, and, and so give real expectations. You know, some people will just go out and fluff them and say, okay, listed it, you know, $100,000 over what it should be. And we'll see what happens. You do that. You're going to be on there in this market a lot more than 50 days. You will. And then you <laughs> will end up selling in the end for a lot less than you could have gotten Absolutely. if you did it right the first time. Yeah. So, Bill, this is such a great – I feel like we could talk literally – I mean, 
honestly, I could talk for hours with you about this stuff. And you're such a data nerd. And that's what I love about you, among other things, your big heart. <laughs> you have a great blending between that amazing head of yours and your heart. And thank you for combining all of that and these resources, because you really help our industry. And you bring, um, I, I would just say, you help us to stay on a road that makes sense. Right. It's like, it's not like all the potholes in Colorado Springs. <laughs> it's paved. Very nice. You've done a good job. I feel so very you uncomfortable can... you said <laughs> Sorry, Bill. All right. But we're going to continue this next in our next podcast session. We have more to discuss. Okay. Sounds great. Thank you so much. Thank and we'll you. catch you next time. <laughs>